Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Man, 
J.M. in the A.M. You know who that was? Yehuda Green. Pretty good, huh? <laughs> Aaron Razel before that with Redemption Time. You heard Rock Tfilah done by Avremel. Yaakov Shweki's Haloyadata. Aromimcha, that was Yomi Loi. Mizumin with Mimkomcha. Remember the group Mizumin? Wow. couple of people from that group that I haven't seen in quite a while. Uh, New York Boys Choir with Pump It Up. 
and the Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's Thursday on this October the 15th, halfway through October 2020. Day 27 in the month of Tishrei, the year 5781, Tavshin Pei Aleph. Rosh Chodesh is coming Saturday night. Rosh Chodesh will be Sunday and Monday, so Rosh Chodesh begins on Saturday night. And again, uh, Sunday and Monday, uh, your Rosh Chodesh day, or days, I should say. Thursday morning broadcast. Let's see, October the 15th, so assuming the whole corona thing, let's see, Purim was March 10th, right? So let's say the uh, the shuls closed down basically on the 15th of March, right? Right around that area. That was the first Shabbos we were out of shul during that stretch. So um, March 15th and April, May, June, July, August, September, October, seven months. Seven months to the day that we were not in shul for the first time and seven months to the day where the coronavirus started to really accelerate in this area. And now that seven months have been completed of this um, unusual lifestyle, at least unusual for us, let's hope things continue to improve. Uh, there are people on social media who are actually um, trying to set the record straight about the vast majority of our community that is complying with the rules and that is uh, trying very hard, within reason, obviously. No one wants to shut shuls. Nobody wants to close businesses if not necessary. Uh, within reason to uh, really stem the tide of the uh, of the continued spike of COVID-19. And hopefully, hopefully, those efforts will uh, bear fruit and will prove to be uh, really worthwhile. We hope and pray. 59 degrees, 75% humidity. Winds are west at 4 miles per hour. Sunny with a high of 75. Clear tonight, low 61. Rain tomorrow. Tomorrow looks like the rain day for this week. Friday, Erev Shabbos, bracious. Uh, rain tomorrow with a high of uh, 64 degrees. Right now we're at, um, what are we at now? 80 in Yerushalayim, 59 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. ETL Foreman is going to join us later on in the 7 o'clock hour. Big event going on, which we'll talk about. Uh, Simon Jacob's going to join us. You know what that means. He's chairman of our Jewish Unity Initiative. He has some thoughts about why you, our wonderful listeners, should be supporters, big supporters of JM and AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. So we'll speak to Simon for a few minutes later on, and I hope it'll spur people to, uh, to uh, go immediately to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and toss in some uh, some donations so we can keep going here every single day. Someone pointed out to me yesterday that, I mean, there are people, for good reason, paying for content now on a regular basis. In fact, it's funny because years ago, I remember with the explosion of the Internet, I remember how... Um, you know, everything was available for free. Who's ever going to pay for anything? And now, when you see people and meet people, it's amazing how many things they subscribe to and how many things they uh, they actually pay for. If somebody were to uh, set aside a monthly donation of, uh, for argument's sake, $36 a month, 
for us here at the Nahum Siegel Network and give that at fjbunity.org, a monthly donation, uh, they'd essentially be paying a dollar a day. Because remember, we're on Saturday night, we're on Sunday. They're basically, it's a little bit more than a dollar a day. And for content in this environment, that's a pretty, and for the content we have, that's a pretty good bargain, I must say. You know, today's a good example and really a great day to bring this up because we have an amazing lineup today. Uh, we have great lineups every single day, but today, whoo, it's Thursday after all. Oh, and by the way, speaking of Thursday, tomorrow's Friday, and we have a brand new edition of Table for Two with Naomi Nachman tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern time. That's just one example of uh, great programming. Uh, so this morning, as I said, um, um, ETL Foreman's going to join us, and then the uh, in the 8 o'clock hour, Brad Meltzer world-renowned novelist who's author of the book I Am and Frank. He'll join us here at um, at JM in the AM. That's coming up in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. Um, Unlocking Greatness with Charlie Harari at 9 a.m., 9.30 for Spin Class. That's Michael Fragan. Jew in the City Speaks. Allison Josephs has Zipporah Gordon, educational consultant, certified play supporter, discussing her important work in the Hasidic community. Allison Josephs, 10 o'clock for Jew in the City Speaks. Miriam Alwalek, uh, That's Life at 10.30 with Dr. Michael Solomon, a timely interview about kids' mental health and the effects on them from COVID. Our live lunch, which is really picking up steam, I must say. You never know what's going to happen during the Thursday live lunch. And uh, we'll have that for you starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time this morning until 1 o'clock. Throwback Thursday goes back to a uh, 2010 show. 10 years ago when David Gabe debuted his album Eretz Yisrael. It's Throwback Thursday at 1 o'clock. JM Rewind at 4 p.m. with our JNF interview with Russell Robinson, Naftali Aklum, uh, and Professor Jonathan Alevi of Shari Tzedek Medical Center. Um, the Erev Shabbos show is brand new. Mark Zamek for Erev Shabbos Bracious, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. It starts at 7 p.m. tonight. Uh, it will... Um, it will encore at 3 a.m. tomorrow, perfect for our friends in Israel, 3 a.m. Eastern time. And it'll encore again after Naomi's show uh, tomorrow morning here uh, on the Nahum Siegel Network. So we've got a um, we've got quite a lineup, to say the least. Also, Malcolm Honline tomorrow morning, executive vice chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. We get to talk about the weekly update. And what's happening out there in this amazing world of ours. So there's a lot happening, a lot going on. And you picked a great day to tune in if you're tuning in for the first time. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Uh, please keep in mind uh, Tamar Elisheva Bastvora. Tamar Elisheva Bastvora. And I want to thank my neighbor um, who might want to remain anonymous. I don't know. Uh, who dropped off a check for the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. Uh, it's wonderful to get mail. It's great to get the donations online. But boy, when you when you uh, find an envelope in your home that a neighbor dropped off, that's really n- nice and cool, and I thank them. Uh, Tamar Lisheva Bastavora for a Rafur Shlema. And I also appreciate the article that uh, that you sent, neighbor. Thank you for including that in the envelope. Much appreciated. Um. <clears throat> 6.45 in the morning, Thursday, JM in the AM. And um, I 
a reminder, and, and I'm mentioning this, I mean, we mention it a lot, so it's not like it's unusual for me to mention it, but I'm mentioning this with uh, even greater enthusiasm this morning because we've had some progress in trying to find people jobs. We've actually made progress in that area. Uh, we've made a couple of recommendations which, which have led to follow-ups as of yesterday. So if you know somebody who's looking for work, as I've been telling you, it's worth it to just email us the resume. Resume at NahumSiegel.com. Resume at NahumSiegel.com. Well worth it. And um, and anything that's in the Jewish not-for-profit uh, uh, professional realm, uh, that gets passed on to our friends at the Joel Pohl Group. Anything else, we try our hardest to match you up or match the person up with an employer. So get us the resume. It's resume at NahumSiegel.com, resume at NahumSiegel.com. Ari Goldwag is next. It's JM in the AM.
אני מודה, אני נרגש, כל נשימה, חיים במחדנה. בכל יום מתעלה, הלב מרגיש ומתמלא, ומתוכי פורצת מנגינה. בוקר טוב עולם, בוקר שכזה, כל החושך
Nachas with Bishar Zeh, Boker Tov done by Mordechai Shapiro. Shlomo Katz, Leif Tahar, one of his new ones. Yeshli Akol, that was Ari Goldwag. JM and the AM, it's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSigl.com and the NachumSigl Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN NachumSigl Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Brad Meltzer, author of the book I Am and Frank, world-renowned novelist, joins us 825 this morning coming up Eastern Time here at JMDM. Tonight, it's Mark Zamek and the Kedem presentation of the Erev Shabbos Show. Plus, in addition to the Erev Shabbos Show airing three times, tonight at 7, tomorrow at 3, and tomorrow at 10. In addition to that, the last hour um, is sponsored by our friends at Kedem. The last hour before Shabbos, those of you... In the United States, you should tune into it. It's amazing. Gali Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. Jam the Gali Tzal, Shah 2, Tzoraim Tovim, Kangoni Kohen, Ima Shekorea Akshav. ועדת האסרים לקורונה מכונסת בשעה זו לדיון מכריע על יציאה מהסגר. בין ההקלות שתעלנה להצבעה, פתיחת הגנים והגדלת מספר המשתתפים בחתונות. מדווחת כתבתנו המדינית, מוריה סרוולברג. ראש הממשלה נתניהו אמר בפתח דיון הקבינט שהחל לפני מספר דקות, נכון לעכשיו הסגר הוא הצלחה אדירה, אבל אנחנו צריכים להיזהר שלא נצטרך ללכת לסגר נוסף. הגענו להצלחה שמדינות אחרות מסתכלות עליה. כך אומר ראש הממשלה. ראש המל"ל מאיר בן שבת מציג לשרים את הנתונים, לפיהם יש מגמת ירידה, מה שיאפשר את פתיחת המשק. עדיין לא ברור האם מדובר בפתיחה שתחל כבר ביום ראשון, או שמא רק במהלך השבוע הבא. הסכם השלום עם איחוד האמירויות מובא כעת להצבעה במליאת הכנסת. בפתח הישיבה אמר ראש הממשלה נתניהו, מדובר בהסכם שקוף, אין בו צדדים סודיים. אנו מביאים הסכם שלום, אין בו מכתבי צד סודיים, אין בו נספחים עלומים. מתרחש בשנים האחרונות דבר ענק. מדינות ערביות ומוסלמיות רבות מבקשות את קרבתנו. הן רואות את עוצמתנו הצבאית והמודיעינית, הטכנולוגית והכלכלית. הן משנות את גישתן כלפינו. 
נמשך קרב הגרסאות בין המשטרה למשפחה שחתונתה פוזרה אמש בגבעת זאב. הדר, שוטרת מחוז ירושלים שהוזעקה לאירוע, תיארה את העימות עם בני המשפחה ביומן הצהריים עם יניר קוזין. את לא יודעת, האלימות שהופעלה זה בעצם שנלקח מן הפלאפון בחוזקה. בעלת הדירה יצאה, הסתכלה לי בעיניים ואמרה לי, לא כדאי לך להתעסק איתי, את לא יודעת מה אני מסוגלת לעשות לך. החתן והכלה יצאו אליי, ביקשו להמשיך את החתונה, נכנסנו לדירה על מנת לסיים את האירוע. בשלב הזה שניסיתי לצלם בשנית, האבא שוב נתן לי מכה ביד וכתוצאה מתוך הפלאפון נפל. שביתה כללית בתוכנית ללימוד ילדים חולים. המורים יפתחו בשביתה ללא הגבלת זמן מיום ראשון, פרסם לראשונה כתבנו לענייני חינוך דורון קדוש. 700 המורים של תוכנית שלבים, התוכנית ללימוד ילדים חולים בבתיהם, פותחים בשביתה ללא הגבלת זמן מיום ראשון הקרוב. זאת במחאה על החלטת משרד החינוך להעביר את האחריות על התוכנית לבתי הספר. אלפי ילדים שנאלצים ללמוד מהבית יישארו ללא מענה חינוכי מהשבוע הבא. בתגובה על הרעלת מנהיג האופוזיציה ברוסיה, אלכסיי נבלני, האיחוד האירופי הטיל עיצומים על בכירים במוסקבה המקורבים לנשיא פוטין. מדווחת כתבתנו מיכל גלנץ. שרי האיחוד הסכימו להקפיא את נכסיהם של כמה מן המעורבים לכאורה בהרעלה ולהטיל עליהם גם מגבלות תנועה במעבר למדינות החברות באיחוד. על העיצומים החליט האיחוד האירופי כבר בתחילת השבוע כחלק מהתגובה לאירוע ההרעלה. מזג האוויר ללא שינוי ניכר, מחר ירידה בטמפרטורות עם סיכוי לגשם קל בשעות הבוקר. אלה החדשות.
כולנו מתפללים ומחכים למשיח רק יגיע כשכולנו חברים כולנו מתפללים ומחכים למשיח כבר רוצה להגיע It will only happen when we all get along Everyone waiting for wishing praying for Mashiach Let's move one another Everyone in song
Oh, uh, sorry about that. Set. That was a drop too early for my gold watcher. <laughs> More than a drop. <laughs> about 15 minutes too early. Uh, that's a uh, Piaset's Nanigun done by Derek Achim here at JM in the AM. Before that, via Hafta, Milo Cohen open up the hour. Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. Hello, all. Thank you for joining us. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, Brad Meltzer, who is uh, the world-renowned novelist. He's got a brand-new children's book entitled I Am Anne Frank. And he speaks with us coming up here at JM in the AM in the uh, 8 o'clock hour. Looking forward to it. Big, big, big schedule today here on the Nahum Siegel Network, as many of you know. Really big schedule. Um... Coming up at 9 o'clock, it's Charlie Harari right after JM in the AM with Unlocking Greatness. At uh, 9.30, Michael Fragan with Spin Class. Ten AM for Jew in the City Speaks, and today Allison is going to be speaking with Zipporah Gordon, education consultant and certified play supporter, to discuss her important work in the Hasidic community. 10.30 for That's Life, Miriam L. Wallach will have Dr. Michael Solomon on for a timely interview about kids' mental health and the effects on them from COVID. Our Thursday live lunch, back at full strength between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. Make sure to join us. Throwback Thursday goes back 10 years ago to an album debut by David Gabe. JM Rewind will be the conversation we have with JNF CEO Russell Robinson and Aftali Klum. And an interview we had with uh, Professor Yonatan Alevi of Shari Tzedek Medical Center. That's at 4 p.m. The Erev Shabbos show is brand new for Erev Shabbos Bracious. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Mark Zamek will uh, will host it at 7 p.m. tonight, 3 a.m. tomorrow, and 10 a.m. tomorrow. And I uh, I can't emphasize enough. If you're one of those people out there who uh, enjoys paying for content, which many people thought years ago would never happen, uh, now, no doubt, you're one of those who subscribes to many, many different content providers. Well, uh, with that in mind, please remember that for the approximate value of $1 a day, you could give a, a $36 per month donation at fjbunity.org and become one of our monthly donors, which we are encouraging tremendously every month. Whatever the total is, 36 a month, 50 a month, 100 a month, whatever it is you want to set aside for us, it will help us tremendously going forward the more monthly subscribers that we have. So go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Give what you can during our fall 2020 campaign. If you can become a monthly donor, that would be a tremendous help to all of us here at the Nahum Siegel Network. And I hope you'll be able to do that. Pretty, pretty amazing, frankly. More coming up. It is a JM in the AM Thursday with Maishi Tischler. Bamba, <laughs> 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 
But how often do we remember someone up there is taking care and we are his children forever? The world is blind, we need to find the meaning that hides in the chaos. Hero sublime, his name divine, a loving creator who made us, a loving creator who J.M. in the A.M. with uh, Mordechai Shapiro. Tomorrow here at J.M. in the A.M., Malcolm Holmline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. He'll be with us tomorrow here at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, starting at 7.40 a.m. Eastern Time for the weekly update. Make sure to join us for that. Harry Rothenberg in the 7 o'clock hour with words about Parshas Bracious. Rabbi Yudin in the 8 o'clock hour with words about Parsha's Bracious. Naomi Nachman with a brand new show tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. after JM in the a.m. Table for two, the great chef, Naomi Nachman. Uh, what else could I tell you? Full day today. I went through the schedule earlier. Simon Jacob's going to join us coming up. He's going to help me promote the fact that we need as many monthly donors as possible for the content that we provide here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Give whatever you can, but if you could become a monthly donor, 36 a month, 50 a month, 100 a month, whatever it is you can give, it would be well worth a dollar or $2 a day that you'll be paying for content uh, for um, NSN programming. Big day today. It's Thursday, including Mark Zamek and the uh, Kedem presentation of the Arab Shabbos show tonight starting at 7 p.m., tomorrow morning at 3 a.m., and tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Looking forward to a great Arab Shabbos show, plus the last hour. Uh, Mark, now every week, it's amazing how much work our music director does. Um, every week he's uh, putting together an hour. Let's see, candle lighting in New York tomorrow is 5.53, so figure about 5 p.m. It'll start 10 minutes to 5, whatever it is. The final hour of the week on NSN um, will have special selections for this coming Shabbos. Uh, all brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. So keep that all in mind, and uh, you'll have that tomorrow morning and uh, tomorrow throughout the day. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebenov Yosef Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basar Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. We learn in Perkei that a person should know themselves. Rabbi Nachman of Breslev told of a country where every three years a new king was chosen. They would go into the field and they would be mamlich, they would crown the first person they bumped into. Once they went into the field and they found a drunk. They put the crown on him and brought him into the palace. They changed his simple clothing and put on royal clothing. He was so shicker that he had no idea what was going on. When he woke up and he found himself sitting on the throne, clothed in the royal clothing 
a crown on his head, surrounded by servants. He thought he was dreaming. He remembered being a simple peasant lying in the gutter. He pinched himself and felt that it hurt, so it wasn't a dream. If so, then his thoughts that he was a peasant must be a dream. However, he did remember that he just had a fight with another peasant and hit his head. He felt a bump on his head and it hurt. So, thinking that he was a peasant was not a dream. Now he became very confused. He didn't know whether he was a king or a peasant. He looked up and he saw a fully stocked library in front of him. He thought to himself, if I open one of these books and I understand what is written there, then I'm really a king and not a peasant. If I don't understand anything, then I will know I'm really a peasant. He motioned that the books be brought to him. When he opened them up, he didn't understand the word, so he was a peasant. Now he needed to understand why he was sitting on a throne. Then he thought to himself, maybe he is a king, and maybe the peasant is a dream. Maybe the other kings don't either understand what's written in the books, and maybe the library is just for show. And so it is. A person sees that people give him honor. He doesn't understand why. Do I deserve the honor? Is it a dream? If it's not a dream, why don't I understand the Torah? Why don't I have a greater grasp in the spiritual world? The truth is, we are all kings. We're all B'nai Melochim. Each and every member of B'nai Yisrael is royalty. It is up to each of us to claim our royal crown, to understand our higher calling in this world. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. JM in the AM, don't forget anybody who would uh, like to memorialize somebody. Uh, we just had Yisker on Shemini Atzeris, and I know a lot of people over the last few months have had difficulty in terms of arranging for Kaddish, etc. when the shuls were closed. If you want to sponsor uh, Rabbi Goldwasser in memory of somebody um, and his segment uh, each morning or a specific morning on a yard site, etc., go to our Sponsorship Opportunities tab at fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Thursday is always the day where we talk about uh, the importance of supporting this show and this network. Uh, and uh, Simon Jacobs is going to join us in a few minutes to put in a word about that as well. So again, fjbunity.org, and we thank you very, very much. Leanne Foreman is with us live via telephone. She is the new executive director of CCSA, Communities Confronting Substance Abuse, this coming Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, an important online event entitled Finding Mental Wellness and Recovery together. Leanne Foreman, happy, healthy, and sweet new year, and welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. You too. Nice to speak with you. Well, first, first tell us what's CCSA? What is the Communities Confronting Substance Abuse Organization? So born out of our own personal experience with our daughter, who is now, thank God, almost three years in recovery, um, our family went through some very difficult and, and personal struggles around addiction and uh, substance use disorder. We started the organization over two years ago and have done community awareness events like the one that's coming up this Sunday. We also have a support group for those who have loved ones who are suffering from addiction and substance misuse. 
and we work in schools with parents, faculty, and students on awareness and education, all in the hopes of educating people, making them aware that addiction is a disease, and eliminating stigma so that we can actually save lives, well, better outcomes. I was just going to say, you're putting in a lot of effort, and the end result, obviously, is that you're saving lives. It doesn't always seem that way during the process, but in the end, we all know that's what happens. So this, this Sunday is, I assume, a, a Zoom-type online event, right? Yeah. So a, a year over a year ago, we had an amazing, amazing in-person forum where we did different workshops under the heading of mental health and addiction. And we wanted to repeat that this year. Unfortunately, COVID got in the way of that, as it did many things. <laughs> right. um, so we're doing it online. We have gathered together... 18 presenters, so six workshops with three presenters each. And the unique thing about it is in each workshop, there's somebody with personal firsthand experience, including my daughter. Our daughter is going to be speaking in one of the workshops. Um, tackling very difficult issues like self-harm and suicide, alcohol and Jewish ritual, addiction and recovery, mood disorders, behavioral addictions. So we have a person in each of those sessions who's going to talk about their own personal struggles with those issues. And in addition, every session will have a clinician so that we can address any medical questions about, you know, the topic, and there'll be a third person with their own unique perspective on the, on the subject. So starting at 9 o'clock Sunday morning, people so can starting go, at 9 o'clock, people... yes. Well, 9 o'clock, actually, the introduction is going to be um, also unusual, we hope. Uh, we're, we have a comedian slash motivational speaker who himself is in recovery, um, very interesting guy named Sarge, and has performed on many, many stages and audiences and does this for a living, is, is a motivational speaker around recovery and addiction. So he will be launching the event at 9, and the workshops will start by 9.30. Uh, so everyone should zoom in at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And uh, the website, I assume this is the one I should, give away, uh, I should uh, mention on the air, timetotalkaddiction.org, would that be it? Correct, and if you want to do a forward slash events, it'll take you right to the events page. Otherwise, you're at the home page, and that can take you to the events page as well. There's pre-registration available. There's information online. The two in the time2talkaddiction.org is the number two. So go to time2talkaddiction.org slash events, time2talkaddiction.org slash events, and all the information about Sunday is there, finding mental wellness and recovery together uh, this coming Sunday between 9 and 11. Um, you, you know, you, you've you been very upfront about the relationship you and your husband have with your daughter. I think the word together is a really important word in the title of Sunday's event. Can I assume that? Um, it is definitely an, an important word. I think keeping the lines of communication open, keeping the relationship alive, no matter what is going on, is key. A lot of what our daughter now tells us is that much of her recovery and her ability to overcome her own struggles was because we stood by her no matter what and told her that we were here for her. It wasn't always so easy. There were many, many years where our presence seemed to not make a difference at all. Um, but she has since come back in retrospect and told us that, you know, yes, she heard us and she knew that we loved her and that we were there for her when she was ready. So if there are parents out there in similar situations, you no doubt having said to yourself, how on earth am I going to meet this challenge while you were in the midst of it, what would you say to them now? I would say, you know, we have a family right now going through a very, very difficult time. Their son has overdosed several times. He's uh, been in and out of rehab. And what they keep on saying is where there's life, there's hope. And I, I take that mantra to heart as well. You know, I, I, they're in the midst of it right now. 
Um, and if they can feel that way, then I think where there's life, there's hope. And you just got to keep on trying. You're not going to cure it. You're not going to solve it for the person. Unfortunately, it's not that easy. But where you tell them you are there for them and you're, you love them and you're ready when they're ready for help and you're ready to op- open your arms to them, I think that, you know, there can be good outcomes. Also, just talking about it openly, starting the dialogue even earlier than there's a problem is important because we have to show everybody this is an issue that our community suffers from. We're not immune from it. It can happen to anyone. And the more we talk about it, the more we eliminate stigma. Do you think our community is doing better at this? I think we are doing better. I, you know, I, I wrote an article. We write a lot of articles, Etel and I. <laughs> um, and I wrote an article, and I said, you know, 20 years ago, nobody said the word cancer, you know, the C word. It was, it was taboo. It was forbidden. You, you whispered it under your breath. Mental illness, addiction, those are things that are, you know, evolving. It is, it is hopefully much more farther along than it used to be. And hopefully, you know, less than 20 years from now, we'll know that that's not a word that you need to whisper or feel any shame about. There is still a lot of whispering in our community because from my vantage point, it seems that we're a lot more open about it. We are open about it. I think addiction in particular, there are still people who believe it's a lifestyle choice. You know, the person had to have, you know, done something to start this process. A lot of people do not understand that it, it alters the brain. It's a biochemical situation where the substance creates that reaction and and then the person can help themselves. I mean, the definition of an addiction is doing something despite its negative consequences that it becomes everything. Understood. Does Sarge know the audience that he'll have, the type of audience he'll have on Sunday? He does. He's, he's, <laughs> I actually had a very long conversation with him. Um, he's Jewish. He's a black African-American Jewish comedian. He, he was adopted into a family on Long Island. His story is very public on his website. Um, raised, I believe, in a traditional environment. He wished me a good yontif before, ah. before Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> um, I think he actually um, presented with Rabbi Torsky. Interesting. So, and he has, he told me he's presented, he presented to um, a group of rabbis. So he, he definitely has familiarity um, and, and wants to be part of the Jewish community. Leanne Foreman encourages you to be part of Sunday's event. It starts at 9 a.m. Eastern time. It's called Finding Mental Wellness and Recovery Together. You'll hear from individuals who have first-hand experience with critical issues that impact our community, including alcohol and Jewish ritual, mood disorders, self-harm and suicidality, substance addiction and recovery, behavioral addictions, and ADHD medications and the relationships to substance use disorders. Sarge is the uh, keynote speaker. It is being done via Zoom. All the information, Zoom ID, pre-registration, info, etc. is on the website, timetotalkaddiction.org slash events. Time number two, talkaddiction.org slash events. Leanne Foreman is the executive director of the uh, organization Communities Confronting Substance Abuse. I hope Sunday's event is a big success. We do, too. We're already getting a lot of pre-registration. We're getting excited about it. Our speakers are excited, and we, we think this is going to be a very powerful, compelling, and hopefully unique event, it's given certain. that everything's on Zoom now. We know people are Zoomed out, but we tried to create a format that would be really um, interesting and compelling, as I said before. Yeah, I think when it's a good Zoom session and something unique, people are into it. I think they're Zoomed out sometimes when it comes to school and shul, but I think when it comes to a unique (laughs) event, we still have the patience for it, thank God. Thank God. Uh, Good luck on Sunday, and thank you, and best regards to the whole family. Thank you, Nachum. Leanne Foreman.
CCSA Communities Confronting Substance Abuse, go to the website, time number two, time two, talkaddiction.org slash events, time two, talkaddiction.org slash events. JM in the AM at 16 minutes before 8 o'clock. Good morning, everybody. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Yes, Trucker Yitz mentioned something that I that I was going to spend some time on tomorrow. In fact, our friends at um, Jewish Calendar Tidbits on Twitter, at Jewish Tidbits, I know that they are considering exactly how to uh, word it. What am I talking about? Um, the Molad... Remember, Rosh Chodesh is Sunday and Monday, meaning Rosh Chodesh begins Saturday night. But the Molot is Shabbos morning just after 3 a.m. Um, so Trucker Yitz says it means the only two countries that will be able to announce the coming of the Molot will be our dear friends in New Zealand and the Hashkama Minyanim in Melbourne, Australia. I guess he means that announce the Molot as it's happening. That's what I assume he means. Um, yes. And if I'm correct, he writes, and the Molot is, is about two days before the first of Cheshvan. Yes, Sunday night is the first of Cheshvan, right? The second day of Rosh Chodesh. For, uh, Shabbos morning is the Molot, as Rabbi Heber. And I think our friends at Jewish Calendar Tidbits, at Tidbits Jewish on, um, on uh, Twitter, I think they're going to link at some point before Shabbos Rabbi Heber's article on this very topic. Uh, which he addressed when this happened last time. And it's going to even out very soon. In the next couple of months, you'll see the Molot and the actual Rosh Chodesh be much closer together. Um, anyway, as uh, Trucker Yitz says, love our Jewish calendar. Um, twist it, turn it so that Hoshana Rabbah doesn't come out on Shabbos and Shabbos ne- never comes out on Friday. Very good, Yitz. Uh, got this one here on the app. It says, on one's Hebrew birthday, they give brachos. Batsheva Leitner is celebrating a birthday today. Happy birthday, Yom Huledet Sameach, to Batsheva Leitner. And she's giving everyone a bracha for health, wealth, and no more corona. Only simchas by uh, Klal Yisrael. And yes, 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 we'll say a big amen to that. Quarter before 8 o'clock, it's JM in the AM. Good morning, everybody. We'll continue with this one from Avi Delavanti and Nisim Black as you listen and enjoy JM in the AM.
Bright, the free town ain't a fire in a world like this. So we pray for the city with a fire on our lips. Yerushalayim, we see all the other lands truly need thee. Whether or not an embassy, sympathetic empathy will bring us to a greater peace. Uh, Cause we're the glory of the east. God's greatest gift runs deeper than the sea. Love and justice and truth we preach. Even on a short hand, we still reach. Be 
Shame in the AM with Pure Soul. Modim is the name of that one. Elokai done by Salcellas Jr. Avi De Levante and Nissan Black together with Peace in the World. This is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSingle.com and the NahumSingle Network, and of course, the beloved NSN app. I want to thank listener Yaakov, who caught me yesterday forgetting about the uh, 8 o'clock AM ID. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. Uh, well, you, you know the message. Uh, every Thursday, we try to remind everybody why it's important to uh, support us here at the JMNAM and the Nahum Siegel Network, uh, why um, uh, listener contributions are so vital to keep us going, in addition to all the other uh, revenue streams that we have, most of which have been completely shut down because of COVID-19. Uh, so now more than ever, we need you. If you go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, you can, write, you can read the letter that I wrote regarding uh, what we've been doing over the last seven months since COVID hit and how important this has been, this radio network, to keeping everybody together and having a place for everyone to meet live every single weekday morning and Sunday morning with Matis and a lot of live programming during the day as well. Simon Jacob is with us live via telephone. He's, of course, the chairman of the uh, Jewish Unity Initiative. He is uh, one of the people that is... um, committed to making sure that everyone out there knows why it's important to support us. He happens to be in the United States of America right now, and he's with us live via telephone. Simon Boker Tov, thanks so much for joining us at JM in the AM. Boker Tov, Nachum. Are you kidding? It's actually a, it's a pleasure to be on with you, but I wish I was seeing you live in Jerusalem. <laughs> Amen to that. And we've had some amazing encounters there uh, whenever whenever we arrive. Are you counting the days? I can't even count because I have no idea when I can get there, but I assume you have a date. Are you counting the days before you get back to Jerusalem? Absolutely. <laughs> it's, 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 it's sooner than we Absolutely. think, right? It's sooner than we think? Uh, it's, it's before the end of the month. Nice. So it's before the end of October, so please, God, um, we're both Barry and I are looking very much forward to it. We're on a, a mission of mercy to help our children with a brand new baby. Mazal tov. And also to be here for a bat mitzvah, you know, a very small family bat mitzvah um, for some twins wow. uh, who, Baruch Hashem, was, uh, they're amazing. And um, it, it, it was very interesting to be back in the United States. It was very interesting to be back in the United States. Yeah, it's been a while. We, I, we, we talk about how long it's been since we're in Israel. For you, it was a while since you were here. Yeah. It was the, actually, I made Aliyah, but I, as you know, I commute back and forth right. um, for work. And this was the longest time in my life that I've been planted on the ground in Israel. So as bad as this is for a lot of people, I don't want to be, you know, I, I don't want to be chutzpah, chutzpahny um, about it. Um, it was great being in Israel. <laughs> I can only believe, great being in Israel. believe me, we all would have wanted to be in the same place, that's for sure. Simon Jacob is with us. Uh, Simon, I want to thank all of our listeners who've helped out during our full 2020 campaign. People could still do so with the envelope in their hands or by going to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. I want to single out, and we'll obviously single out a lot of listeners you know, on Thursdays and other days when we, uh, when we read and thank those who are contributing uh, during these months. Uh, that's something that we do, and we give them the on-air recognition. Uh, but I want to single out a a couple in Rhode Island, and that would be Jackie and Rabbi Manus Mandel, who I would guess, 
based on their uh, uh, financial reaction, uh, they're tuned in on a regular basis to us here at JMM and the Nahum Siegel Network. So we could add Rhode Island, Simon, to the many, many states and the many countries around the world uh, that are listening now to this global entity. So first, a big shout-out to them and to everybody who listens from both near and far. I can't, I can't tell you enough how um, being in Israel and people being locked in, uh, how much having the network available with not only Jam in the AM in the mornings, but all the different programming. It's just, it's, in, it's an incredible hizuk for people. Uh, it gives them a place to come and visit and hear other voices, where sometimes the only voices they're hearing are their kids or themselves. Yeah. So, Baruch Hashem, it's like, uh, I can't tell you how important... Um, JM in the AM, and the whole Nachum Siegel Network has become over this time of COVID. We are live and we are together. And now during, and that's essentially the theme of my letter, that's at fjbunity.org. We're live and we're together. It's like that every day, but boy, in the last seven months, we've really have felt how we are, thank God, live and together every single day. And everybody out there, you know, we talk about, Simon, I mentioned earlier, and I'll get to today's theme in a moment and the reason I asked you on. But I mentioned earlier that uh, you know when the internet started blowing up and really getting popular, people said, "Oh, everything's going to be for free. No one's going to pay for content." You know, the New York Times is not going to be able to charge anything because all their articles are going to be. And now, look what's ha- what's happened. Anybody you know has a list <laughs> of podcasts they pay for, subscriptions they pay for, and you know different logins that they pay for just to have the content that they want, uh, whether it be news, sports, music, or anything else. In this case. Um, I, I, I don't think it's unreasonable to ask people to set aside whether it's a dollar a day because we are here seven days a week, including Saturday night and Sunday. Uh, I don't know if it's a dollar a day or whatever it is per day for people to set aside uh, to pay for this content. Uh, Simon, do you remember those days when everyone conjectured that no one will ever pay for anything and now all of us know people, maybe even ourselves, who have lists and lists of content providers that we support? I sure do, and I sure do remember the days before going to the Internet and people saying, this will never work, I need to listen to it on my car, right. which I happen to be doing right now, by Woo! the way. Woo! And, um, and it's just, it's just uh, it was it's a tremendous force, force forethought. You know, it, it was tremendous. I appreciate it, yeah. I, I, I can't tell you again how much, how important it is Especially with, you know, even things like shul, going to shul. If you go to shul once a month, once a week, once a day, three times a day, I mean, it's ingrained in people to do that, and there's, it's a community, and it connects you, and it connects you to the world, and you hear the news and what's going on, um, and now having, and you can discuss the news. That's right. the other thing. Right. You don't just hear the news being blabbed at you from a, a news talk channel. You end up hearing people discuss it sensitively and within your context. And that's so important. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, a lot of people have no other way to get to it than, you know, then through Jam and the Am and the Nachum Siegel Network. I appreciate that. In fact, I can remind everybody as you say that that tomorrow morning our weekly update returns. Last time it was uh, Hoshana Rabba, so our weekly update returns tomorrow starting at 740 
a.m. Eastern time with Malcolm Honline. And yesterday I had a meeting with uh, some of my staff and we were talking about how everybody now has a network, how everybody is trying to found their own, you know, umbrella of programming. And uh, we did this four years ago and it was with um, a little bit of a startled atmosphere in the Jewish world, but it turns out to be that we got out there before anybody else. And now, thank God, we are reaping the benefits with the uh, amazing listenership that we have and with the growth that we experienced over the last seven months. Uh, I never thought that COVID would mean an increase in listenership. I thought it would make people go away from us and head toward the news channels and other things. And just the opposite of ha- has happened because of the feeling of community. Please, everybody, go to fjbunity.org or use the envelope that's in your hands and support us during our fall 2020 campaign, fjbunity.org. And um, you'll see there the letter that's uh, uh, up on the website that describes some of what's happened over the last few months. And and finally, Simon Jacob is with us, of course, one of our great supporters and the chairman of our Jewish Unity Initiative and someone who could speak about the, uh, the, the concept of listening from thousands of miles away when he's normally in Jerusalem. But Simon, I wanted you to add just one more thing. This is really the main reason why I asked you to call in. And that's because uh, you know, because I share with you plenty about what goes on here behind the scenes, you know how vital monthly contributors are to this network. You know that when we say a dollar a day, if someone is in fact ready to you know, take $36 a month or $50 a month or $100 a month, whatever the, the rate might be, and, uh, and set aside that amount, whatever they can, on a monthly basis for the next 12 months, that's extremely extremely helpful to us. And the more monthly subscribers we have, the more uh, of a solid base we're going to have and the less I have to bother Simon and others uh, when we're in difficult financial situations. So those of you out there who are capable of doing a monthly contribution, you know, Simon, our friends uh, Malky and Dr. Mayor Sinensky, who you know from the Lower East Side of Manhattan, uh, it it, it is well known in our circles, uh, me, you, the people here at the network, that they are amazing monthly supporters. We got a call from them, Erev Yuntif. In this environment, when, you know, life ain't easy, we got a call from them, Erev Yuntif, please increase our monthly donation by $25 a month. And I'm like, wow, this is, you know, this th- 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 these are people who understand that this is how we continue to survive and how we continue to thrive and how important uh, that is to the point where they just weren't renewing what they've done every single year. They actually increased what they do every year. So Simon, I, I'm, I'm literally just asking you to, um, to toss in a comment to everybody out there, uh, who love being generous and love supporting us during every campaign, but why it would be so vital for them to consider a monthly donation to the network. It, it's, you know, people, people kind of think that, look, how can I make a difference? There are people, you know, they're, they're, you know, big guys who are giving a lot, thousands of dollars and stuff like that. And, and, but this network isn't built on that. This network is built on, on, on some, obviously, big donors. But the bottom line is people who give $5, people who give $18, people who give $26 <laughs> a month, it's a, it's a huge deal. It makes an incredible difference. You know, uh, it, I can't tell you what a difference this makes to to everybody in this network and there's so many there's so many hundreds of thousands of people in fact millions of people listening to this from all over the globe now please reach out fjb.org just please um 
any any even small amount, uh, and especially in today's world, I know people are financially incredibly challenged and strapped. That's why even small donations can make a huge difference and to by, us. And by the and, way, and, and you really are a member and count. And by Go the ahead. and by the way, because of that, uh, what you just mentioned, uh, for a lot of people, it makes it much easier. Someone's giving thirty six a month. Uh, they're not giving the right. three the three sixty or more at one time, and that can make it a lot lot easier for people to handle. Uh, and and as I described, and as you just described, it helps us tremendously. So everybody, it's fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Use the website, read the letter, uh, understand what's happened over the last seven months. We need your support more than ever. We are not doing sponsored uh, shows from Israel. We're not doing sponsored shows on the road. Uh, we are not doing a whole host of stuff that you know used to really support this. Uh, net- network on a regular basis to so do what you can to to fill in the gaps and to uh, help us out fjbunity.org and again if you have an envelope in your hand return it with as generous a donation as possible and by the way simon might recommend that if you are giving 26 and i chuckled because of course simon always is giving yeah. tw- 26 something um simon would not object to you adding a zero to that simon if they made it 260 you're fine you're fine with that they don't have to stay on 26 they could add one zero, two zeros, three, whatever they want, they, whatever they want. They, uh, it, and the reason twenty six is an important number is because it's Shem Hashem. It's yeah. uh, it's uh, Shem Havaya right. of Kadosh Baruch So it's it's a very that's also a very special number. If people are saying Rafua for somebody, one hundred one is a great number. If you want to say a Lachaim for something, eighteen or one hundred and eighty are great numbers. Um, there's a, a lot of incredible numbers to give if you want to give them with meaning behind them. But just that you're giving it to fjbunity.org is, um, puts in incredible meaning on whatever you give. Simon, you. Simon, Tadaraba, and I hope we have a Lachaim in Jerusalem very, very soon. Very much looking forward. Very right. much looking forward. But until then, um, I listen to you, Baruch Hashem, every day. So I. I love it. Much appreciated. Tadaraba, the chairman of our Jewish Unity Initiative and somebody who is not ashamed at all to remind people why it's important to be supporters and members of uh, the sponsors of this show. That's Simon Jacob, everybody. By the way, a week from today, it's our first supporter event. We'll go into more detail hopefully tomorrow morning as we're literally uh, shoring up the details. Uh, But... um, under the leadership of Ralph Rosenbaum, another one of our great sponsors, he's going to be presenting an event on Zoom a week from today on Thursday night for those who love baseball. It'll basically be a topic of Jews and baseball, Jews and sports, with Steve Adelsberg, who has um, who has established a niche for himself through this network on that topic. So not only uh, are we asking people to become members and be sponsors, but but down the road, both immediately, as you'll see from the letter when you go to the website, and down the road, there will hopefully be more benefits for you to participate in things uh, that will be for members only, including what's happening a week from tonight. And again, more details about that before we get to the end of the week. Again, a big thank you to Simon and a big thank you to all of you. Uh, We will get to your donations. Next week, we'll be reading uh, the pledges that came in over the last few weeks. Uh, but a special hello today to uh, Jackie and Rabbi Manus Mandel. When we received their donation, it brought a massive, massive smile to my face because it's great to hear from old friends, and imagining them tuned in all the way from Newport, Rhode Island is actually pretty cool. 
JM in the AM at a quarter after 8 o'clock. Uh, Brad Meltzer's coming up. Brad Meltzer is author of the book I Am and Frank. It's a children's book. He's going to join us coming up at JM in the AM.
خوین قهدش بکیر بی لحف تا
JM in the AM. Comes from H volume number three, Leif Dahar, before that of a Chaye Olam here on a Thursday morning broadcast of JM in the AM. Again, the website, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. And I want to thank Simon Jacob for joining us here on a JM in the AM uh, Thursday. Brad Meltzer, the uh, internationally acclaimed author and novelist, is uh, with us live via telephone. Brad is the uh, New York Times bestselling author of Heroes for My Son, Heroes for My Daughter, The Lincoln Conspiracy, and a number of suspense novels like The Escape Artist. He also helped find the missing 9-11 flag with his History Channel television show, Brad Meltzer's Lost History. He lives down in Florida. The brand new book is entitled I Am Anne Frank. And uh, Brad Meltzer is the author, and he's with us live via telephone. Brad, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. No, honored to be here. Thank you so much. Uh, You have an amazing series, Ordinary People Change the World. I mean, George Washington, Lucille Ball, Martin Luther King Jr. By the way, probably the only time that George Washington and Lucille Ball have been used in the same sentence. Uh, You have a whole collection of amazing personalities that you you introduce to uh, children and others uh, through this uh, incredibly illustrated and beautifully written forum. Uh, why write a book about Anne Frank? Well, you know, when we do this series, the goal was simple, is we wanted to give our kids better heroes to look up to. And we were tired of them looking at overpaid athletes and people on Instagram who are famous for being famous. And we said, how do we teach them compassion and kindness, and how do we teach them character? And we always, whether we started with I'm Amelia Earhart and I'm Abraham Lincoln, um, and those were obvious and easy. They were the popular ones. But what evolved in this series is we realized we need to put out there what the world kind of needs for our kids, what, what the world's not giving to our kids. And look around. Anti-Semitism is at a 40-year high, the highest point in 40 years since the ADL has been tracking it. I'm sure you saw that study last week that said millennials didn't know basic facts about the Holocaust, much less that six million Jews died there, including and, those in, including some in New York State, which was shocking, right? Shocking, right? And I mean, I'm like, where are these millennials coming from? But what we realize is our kids need hope right now, and there's no one better that we could think of to teach hope than Anne Frank, of course, the little girl who hid from the Nazis for two years in an attic and yet still thought that people were good at heart. And I want my kids to know that even in the darkest of places, you can still find light. That's what hope is, right? It's a light within you. You decide when to turn it on, and when you do it, no one can turn it off. And I, that's what I am, Frank. And, and when we wrote I Am Am Frank, that's what it was really the goal was to do, is give those kids hope again. Brad Meltzer is with us live via telephone. The book is called I Am Am Frank. I, I don't know if you had this type of situation with some of your uh, other subjects, Uh, But when it comes to Anne Frank, we're talking about some really difficult elements to deal with. And sometimes we might hesitate as adults to give certain details or describe certain things in a certain way to children. Were you, did you have that in mind uh, the entire way through the book? Uh, Of course. I mean, I have young kids and um, when I, when I went into my editor's office and I said, oh, I know we've done, I am Rosa Parks and I am. Albert Einstein, but I want to do a children's book about the Holocaust. I thought she was going to kick me out of there. And instead, <laughs> what she said, to, you know, right? I mean, what are you going to say to that? But what she said to me was, um, I think it's the exact right time. So we never, when we do these books, we never just say, okay, I know what to do. We go to the experts. So when we did um, 
I am Martin Luther King Jr., John Lewis was our advisor on the book. When we did I am Lucille Ball, Lucille Ball's daughter and her Mm. estate helped us. When we did I am Billie Jean King and I am Jane Goodall, Billie Jean King and Jane Goodall helped us with the book. I mean, so obviously what we did is we went to the authorities. We went to the Anne Frank Center for Mutual Respect. We went to the um, Holocaust Memorial in Washington, D.C. We, we asked them for uh, an advisor that we could work with, that they'd work with, and they really liked. Uh, and then we got to work. And the key is, 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 I think our kids are always stronger than we think they are. When we did I Am Abraham Lincoln, I remember my editor saying, was I was one of our first books, she said, you're going to really do slavery? I'm like, yes, we're going to show slavery. That's, how do you do the Civil War and say that Abraham Lincoln's great without showing why he's great? And, uh, you know, the series has taken off, I think, because parents appreciate that we don't do the shock value. We do it sensitively. Um, and I can tell you, in, this is the 22nd book in the series, right? Wow. And the very hard thing to get in publishing is what they call the starred review. It's when the, the trade press in publishing gives you a special starred review. And I don't think that great reviews mean you're great, nor do bad reviews mean you're bad. But we get wonderful reviews on these books. We've never gotten a star. And Frank was the first book that we got a star, and it said Meltzer extols Jewish values. This is the standout of the series. And, and for me, as someone who's Jewish, that just meant the world. Brad Meltzer's with us. Website is bradmeltzer.com. I'm assuming the, the book's available everywhere, right, online and stuff like that? Yes, you can find them online. They're actually ha- Anne Frank is half price at Amazon, $7, because hmm. uh, it's just been blowing out, which is wonderful. So you can grab it before they change their mind and raise the price. When you go to Amazon, everybody, the book is called I Am Anne Frank. Brad Meltzer is the author. Now, uh, in general, we know how important illustrations are for a children's book, but one of such sensitivity, talking about you know Germany in the 30s and 40s and depicting it in illustrations, I mean, you need somebody who's really on the same wavelength as you, the author, are. Uh, I have trouble with pronouncing his name, so you'll tell us his name, but tell us about working with illustrator Christopher. Yeah, Chris Heliopoulos is our illustrator, and the reason I picked him, you know, he, he did a lot of work on Marvel Comics and it does Spider-Man and other things, but what I realized in his work is it's easy for a cartoonist to do cute and maybe even to do funny. What's really hard for cartoonists is to do heart. And if I wanted someone to draw Amelia Earhart and Abraham Lincoln and George Washington and Albert Einstein, I needed someone to do heart, and no different with Anne Frank, the most important book we've ever worked on. And what I love about, you know, I I want my kids off their phone. I want them off their screens. The only way that's going to ever happen is if I show them something better. And Chris is our secret weapon. The reason kids love our books is because Chris's art style is a cross between Charlie Brown meets Calvin and Hobbes. And he makes these characters lovable. You fall in love and feel them as human beings, and you'll watch them move. So when we did that scene, we do show a concentration camp. It's obviously not gore-piled up bodies, Mm -hmm. but we want you to see what it looks like. And it was um, all credit to him. In fact, the entire art style of the book changed for this one. What we wanted is, you know, as always, these are illustrated kids' books of full-page, full-colored drawings. But when Anne Frank goes into the attic, the page actually shrinks. It, we put more black space on top and on the bottom, and this kind of horizontal panel like a letterbox, right. when you're watching a movie, slowly starts shrinking around her, and you feel that claustrophobia that you must feel when you spend two years in a tiny place like that. And 
all credit to Chris. As I said, he is truly our secret weapon and the reason that kids love the books. Wow. Cool effect. Obviously, I'm looking at it now and realizing exactly what you mean. That's pretty interesting. Now, I'm not exactly sure how your relationship with uh, what ends up on video and on PBS works. My kids are older. They're not spending a lot of time on PBS. But is it possible that Anne Frank, uh, through this work, becomes uh, part of a video series or a presentation that would be you know, visual? Yeah, so uh, it, we recently had the books uh, have been turned into a TV show. So it's, it's actually on PBS Kids right now called Xavier Riddle and the Secret Museum. Um, it's about a boy named Xavier, his sister Yadina, and their best friend Brad, the most handsome cartoon character you've <laughs> ever seen in your life. Um, they made me a little cartoon character, but basically our three characters have a time machine. When they have a problem, like they're being bullied, they go back in time. They meet Rosa Parks, for instance. Rosa Parks teaches them how to deal with bullies. They come back to the present day and use the lesson. And actually, Rosa Parks was Friday's episodes. That one just aired. Wow. But you better believe that I'm pushing Anne Frank. Um, if we are lucky enough to get a season two, we're working on it right now. And, um, and these stories are vital. I mean, you know, and this, let me tell you why I think they are vital is my favorite story, I think, in the book when we were researching it is Anne Frank's view when she was in that attic, she had a little window that she could look out. Right. And outside that window was um, a, a tree. That was her view, is, is literally just a tree. And this chestnut, it was a chestnut tree, was she'd watch it in the winter, the leaves would fall off of it, in the spring they'd come back. This was her YouTube, this was her Netflix, this was her phone, with this one little view of this chestnut tree. And of course, Anne Frank dies, they preserve the house, and they preserve the chestnut tree. Until 2010 when the tree gets blown over. But mm -hmm. here's what happens, is they quickly and smartly take the saplings from the tree and they start planting it all over the world. And now there are chestnut trees all across the globe, blooming stronger than ever, Anne Frank's tree growing. And to me, that's what, as a book, I Am Anne Frank is. It's an opportunity for you to plant that seed, that sapling, in your own child and let Anne Frank's story grow. And then she becomes stronger than ever. And, and that's obviously the goal of writing these books. Oh, fantastic. And hopefully children around the world are enjoying those trees in freedom and joy. Uh, let me bring a couple of websites to everyone's attention. BradMeltzer.com. You can also check out OrdinaryPeopleChangeTheWorld.com. And as Brad mentioned, the book I Am Anne Frank right now, an amazing special on Amazon. So when you go to the Amazon website, again, search I Am Anne Frank. Brad Meltzer is the author, and you can get it at an amazing price right now. And, uh, and uh, really... Uh, pass this along to your children and um, have them learn incredible lessons from this and from the other books in the series. Uh, Brad, a pleasure meeting you through this forum. Uh, congratulations on the book and uh, really an honor to have you on the air. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, my friend. Brad Meltzer. The book is called I Am Anne Frank. More coming up. This is JM in the AM. Simple, I'm a sight, i 
Sometimes your world comes crashing down. You ask, why me? Why now? Why now? Your mind is fighting for sanity.
As this Udi Davidi song plays, Boi Kala, let me remind you about a couple of things that are happening today. After all, it is Thursday here at the Nahum Siegel Network, and you know how you know how big Thursday is here on NSN. Coming up after uh, JM Nam, it'll be uh, Charlie Harari with Unlocking Greatness. 9.30 for a spin class with Michael Fragan. Jew in the City Speaks. Allison has a Tsipora Gordon, educational consultant and certified play supporter, discussing her important work in the Hasidic community. At 10.30 this morning, Miriam L. Wallach. She'll feature Dr. Michael Solomon for a timely interview about kids' mental health and the effects on them from COVID. At 11 a.m. Thursday Live Lunch, we're back. You never know what may happen between 11 and 1. 1 p.m. for Throwback Thursday to a David Gabe debut of an album from 2010. JM Rewind Encore at 4 o'clock. My interview with Russell Robinson and Naftali Klum from Cholomoid Sukkis. And also uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Professor Yonatan Alevi from Charitetic Medical Center. 7 p.m., 3 a.m., and 10 a.m. It's the Arab Shabbos Show with Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Mark has a brand new, bracious Erev Shabbos show for tonight at 7 o'clock. Enjoy it, everybody. It's going to be amazing. He also has the last hour, starting at about a quarter to five Eastern time tomorrow, the last hour ready, brought to you by Kedem. It's an amazing way to wrap up the week with us here at JMNAM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Tomorrow morning, 7.40 a.m. Eastern time, it's Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman, Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. He'll join us for the weekly update tomorrow right here at JM in the AM. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio around the world, the web, and AlchemSegal.com, and the AlchemSegal Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app. Uh, I want to remind you about the conversation we had earlier about supporting us with donations at FJBUnity.org. Become a sponsor of this great radio broadcast, FJBUnity.org. Those of you who are capable of uh, giving monthly donations, 18, 36, 50, 100, 180, 360, whatever it is per month that you could do, uh, it is worth the investment in the content that we provide, that we've proven, to say the least. Um, just go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and for that, we thank you. Charlie Harari comes up next. Great programming all day long. It's Thursday after all, everybody. So make sure to be tuned in. I will speak with you next at 11 a.m. after That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach. And at the start of our live lunch, again, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Have a fabulous Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.